The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So here we are beginning the first of five talks on the third noble truth. In a sense, we're halfway through the four noble truths and we're beginning the second half and uh, we're beginning now with what can be considered the good news of Buddhism. And even though the third noble truth involves the cessation of suffering, that cessation is the good news. It's good to know that it's not, poss- not necessary to suffer all the time. Su- suffering can come to an end. But also the cessation of suffering allows for new possibilities new uh, expressions of ourselves in that freedom that comes with the ending, the cessation of certain things. The word niroda uh, is what we translate as usually as cessation. I find it very interesting that the word, uh, 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 the root of the word is roda, which means obstacle. And the ni means something like Uh, no obstacle or without obstacle. And um, whereas in the English word cessation kind of just implies the end of something and therefore some people might even feel like, well, that can't be that inspiring or such good news, just the ending of things is kind of depressing. But the idea of the absence of obstacles, uh, that can seem much more inspiring or meaningful because then that implies a certain freedom to move ahead, to do what we want to do. And um, so the combination of this, really the deep ending of something, and then uh, the possibility of freedom is the good news of Buddhism. There's a lot of endings, that uh, cessations, which come along with Buddhist practice, and it's useful to recognize them as they come along because the endings can also give birth to a lot of inspiration, a lot of um, joy, a lot of uh, encouragement in the practice. And also the cessation ending of things, kind of when you really see them, we see it, the opening that comes there, almost like they're the guide or the, the door that opens in to go deeper and deeper into the Dharma. Um, so just to, uh, to mention some of these endings that uh, really dar- can be dharmic endings. Endings that are the end of being lost can be a relief. Endings that end misunderstandings can be enlightening. Endings that begin the path to freedom can be a refuge. Endings that end suffering are liberating. These are all endings that characterize Dharma practice. Learning to recognize these endings can engender tremendous faith in the practice. So uh, the third noble truth, the simplest formulation of it, is the noble truth of the cessation of suffering. And uh, as I've been saying these previous weeks, there are a number of different interpretations 
uh, for what this uh, means. Uh, the one that's usually held up as the kind of the primary reference point for this is the uh, is the Buddha's teachings in what's called the first his first sermon, the Turning the Wheel of the Dharma discourse, and uh, and I want to read you that passage, uh, what, how how it's discussed there, and the reason to read it to you is uh, is. Uh, one of the primary reasons is so you get it. Uh, you can hear the the um, the um, how thoroughgoing this cessation is. How thoroughgoing is an ending. It's an absence of something. Now, this bhikkhus is the noble truth of the cessation of suffering. It is the remainderless fading away and cessation of that same craving, the giving up and relinquishing of it, freedom from it, non-reliance on it. So these, these very strong words, uh, remainderless fading away, cessation, uh, giving up, relinquishing freedom from it, and non-reliance on it. This is how Bhikkhu Bodhi translates it. And in particular, it's the, it's the cessation, um, the relinquishing, the giving up, the freedom from um, craving. And, uh, and this, uh, this kind of passage is part of the source of this idea that uh, if that's what we're giving up in the third noble truth, then um, this must be the, uh, and, and this is the, uh, the cessation of suffering, to end suffering is to give up craving, then um, craving is the cause of suffering. One of the most common modern interpretations. The, um, the, uh, however, there's a, a preposition here, it says that same craving. It's here in this text, it's really talking about or concerned with um, a particular kind of cessation that uh, is a cessation of someone who's fully enlightened, who've already maybe experienced degrees of enlightenment already, and to become fully enlightened when it no longer is reborn. And here they're talking about the, uh, what it takes to no longer be reborn, and it's the craving for rebirth, for re-becoming. And it's that craving which is totally let go of. So we talked about that a little bit last week, and I'll talk more about this particular idea. It's one particular elaboration, application of something that's much deeper, uh, 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 experience of cessation, that, um, or more thoroughgoing, exp- uh, foundational experience of cessation, which uh, this, these ancient texts repeat over and over again. But, but the emphasis now, I want to say how thoroughgoing this ending is, the cessation, and that um, we find in early Buddhism a lot of emphasis on not attaining something, like something, but rather um, uh, releasing something, letting go of something. And um, the freedom of being without, the freedom 
of not being caught, of being attached, the freedom of not building up and creating a sense of self. And, um, and over and over again, the discussion of practice is, the goal of practice is described mostly in negative terms, mostly in um, uh, what's absent. And because of that, and part of the delight of this and the benefit of this, is that uh, absence is not something we can cling to very well. We can't hold on to it or make a self out of it. There's nothing there. Um, a, a, um, uh, if I open my fist and I love the absence of the fist, but then I want to be attached to it, I'm attached to that you know, open fist, then I close down around it to, because I want to hold on to it. Or I mean, if, if I'm attached to the openness, I can't really grab onto it because then, you know. So as soon as there's something that we think is the goal, which is a thing, people can so easily get attached to it or live in expectation of it or want it. But it's the absence. Like the metaphor of a path, which we'll look about next week, is a path is a clearing where it's easy to walk, like a clearing in the woods or the jungle. Um, Everything's kind of clear and open so you can pass through. As soon as there's an obstacle or it's overgrown, it's no longer a path. So this idea of what's absent that opens up for us the world, opens up a sense of newness, possibility, freedom, is part of this. Um, the, um, uh, the idea that things cease and end uh, they're in their inconstancy and change uh, is celebrated in a particular verse, poem, in the ancient world which uh, is called the saying, or the, or the, uh, uh, I guess the saying of the arhants, the fully enlightened ones. And it's, uh, some of you I'm sure know this, it's often chanted in Pali. Anichavata sankara upadavayo dhammino upakitava niruchanti tesang vupasamo sukhom Impermanent are all mental formations. Their nature is to arise and vanish. Having arisen, they cease. Their stilling is blissful, is happy, sukho. So this uh, insight into the naroda, the cessation, cessation of suffering, that's uh, uh, is built on a deep insight into inconstancy, the arising and passing, the uh, appearing and disappearing of things. Um, uh, this kind of cessation of it is meant, it brings happiness, the happiness of the arhats, the happiness of practice. And um, the... Um, um, and so this is what we'll be looking at uh, some this week. Uh, and uh, this neuroda, cessation, the freedom from obstacles, and uh, go through it in a, different, a number of different ways until Friday, uh, we'll culminate in looking a little bit more at the happiness of the arhats, the happiness at the end of the path of cessation, full cessation. So uh, thank you, and uh, look forward to our time tomorrow. <laughs>